Puts the lines in, feeds it back across. Chuck in, scores! Predicting Chuck makes it 2 nothing. Jake Sanderson with his first NHL goal. Paul Giroux in the From a studio south of South March, north of North Gore, west of Westboro, but east of Westport. Welcome to Season 12, Episode 10 of the Sense Columns for Wednesday, January 3rd, 2024. I'm Cardinal Pan and Canucker here as well. We seem to be making a habit, an annoying one, I might add, <laughs> of recording and then having Big Sense news break shortly afterwards. This interval, no exception. It's probably going to take up most of the evening because, quite frankly, it's much more interesting than the games that have been going on these days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Boys, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Uh, we're celebrating Happy New Year with what the devil is in my glass, by the way. Well, one of the places that Pan and I went to in Vegas was called the uh, <laughs> Lost Soul Distillery. Oh, yes. I remember telling you. Telling you Fantastic. Anyway, mm-hmm. so this, Loved it. Their rum. This is a pineapple rum. Which, you know, I figured pineapple beer was good, so let's try pineapple. <laughs> I was going to say, we had some really interesting adventures with pineapple beer. It, it, the nose on this it is, is nice. quite good. I like it. I like this one. It's different. It's a little lighter. Mm-hmm. That's really good. It's, I like it because it's, it's, the nose is pineapple. <laughs> it is. I don't get much flavor of pineapple, but no. the nose is really pineapple. Okay, dude. <laughs> Number one, it's a sipping whiskey as a rum. <laughs> it's not something... It, it, no, you didn't. Clearly, you, you, I okay. I don't know. I, I drink scotch. What? what? <laughs> <sighs> Pan is a mixed drink kind of guy. That's I think warm. so. Yeah, yeah. He needs he needs some mix in this. Yeah. I learned that next time we go to Vegas. That is good though. That's quite interesting, and and I'm fascinated by the fact that the nose is extremely pineapple-y, but the palate is not. It's. It's just it's, a, it's it's nice. It's, it's a, good. It's a light-ish like, rum. Yep. Like it's not a big, heavy, almost molasses rum. It's mm-hmm. it's, but it still has flavor. That's quite interesting. You know what? I, I'll I'll give that a yeah. check mark. Yeah. I <laughs> will have lots of stories about that place. Well, you'll have lots of stories about uh, to tell. Well, we're not going to talk about the games very much because no, um, we're gonna <laughs> nobody re- wants to talk about. It. Nobody really. You wants just to. forget about it and flush it because of the bounces. Um, Never going to hear that again, are we? Uh, well, we probably not. But we do have we do have lots <laughs> Thanks, to talk healthy. about with the big news that's been going on since um, we were last here, mm-hmm. which we will get to. We'll cover the games at lightning speed, and we'll cover your trip, and then we'll get into the big news because that might be at least some sort of flow for this show. All right, there you go. Okay, get. Right. No, nope, not yet. You still have to do the housekeeping. I was going to do some My, housekeeping I'm actually. Yeah, a little rusty. Yes. Rest is what rust is. Rust is a weapon. Rust. Is a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> rust. <laughs> I don't think it's a very good weapon. <laughs> Email is podcast at sensecallups.com. I have to admit, I haven't looked to see if we have any. Oh, I don't think we do this. Not a couple bills. Okay. Not tonight, just some bills. <laughs> some bills. Fair. 
Uh, the forums are at sensecallups.com. Bingo cards are there. And I mean, as the games are not good, sometimes they can be very good for bingo. So if you're if you're struggling with the game, please drop by. I apologize to the regulars in the forums that I have not been there very much of late. Um, it's just very difficult for me to be able to even listen to the whole game. Never mind, try and find somewhere to watch it. It's hard I enough just, to watch. <laughs> you yeah, can really imagine don't. listening. No, I just I don't have the time. My schedule is such a disaster, and I have so many things going on that I rarely find time to follow a great deal. I was listening to the game New Year's Eve. On the mm-hmm. way up to the cottage, except the radio signal falls off somewhere between Ottawa and Arn Prior. Pull out my phone, get TSN twelve hundred on the uh, on online. Yep. Except I run out of phone signal, fifteen mm. minutes from the cottage. So I'm driving along, and suddenly Dean's doing play by play. And I look down at my phone, no service. Fine. Crap. And it'll be very intermittent after then, but lot long enough as I drive to actually get the feedback. I'm like, oh well. So much for that. Where's the bonfire? Let's go. I need a beer. <laughs> that was yep. New Year's Eve for me. Um, and sorry. And the waiver wire is... I got uh, went to Club Bell. Went home, went to bed. There you go. <laughs> waiver wire sponsored by Nettophone Canada is one 7267 or 1-844-SCU-SENS. Tonight's podcast is brought to you by this very interesting pineapple rum. Not brought to you, but certainly... <laughs> eased. Eased. That'd be a nice. We have a little bit of that'd anger. be a beautiful sponsor. I was going to say, I think we've got a little bit of rage, so I think it'll be, uh, this will be the the rage will be calmed by unfortunately. Well, speaking of rage, you can tell them about the beer that. I was going to say, I don't know why Pan is drinking such horrible dreck that he is, but it's a Pabst <laughs> Blue Ribbon. Canuck has a very decent organic lager from Mill Street Brewery, and I'm drinking the original Inns and Gun uh, Scottish Golden beer. Pan over to you. Game on! Ooh, not my best. Definitely not my best game on. I guess we'll flush it and forget it and not learn. Move on. Okay. Move on. First game, sends at Blues, 4-2 loss. And then? And then we watched this game in, at Circa, and Forsberg played it, and the Sens were really good in it. Sends at Sturs, 5-4 loss. You so we were there. already in Vegas. Oh, you were at that, that sports bar you showed me pictures of the, before? Yeah, with the giant screens. Screens everywhere? Okay, yeah. Yep, Anton Forsberg owes me $544. <laughs> No, no, you owe it to yourself not to bet that much money. He didn't. Okay, good. Yeah, that was going to be the winnings until he lost a game. Ah. And then? And then <laughs> sends at Golden Knights, 6-3 loss. <laughs> Do you want to talk about And then? That, or yeah, well, what happened, what happened next? We'll come back to it, but what happened next? <clears throat> so, and then Canuck filmed a video of DJ leaving the bench. I'm like, well, he leaves a bench before the whistle all the time. And you're like, mm, this one felt different. It sure did. <laughs> he gone. He gone. He didn't. He wasn't gone that night though. No. They let him go in the morning and have a practice after practice. After practice. Oh. Yeah, we'll get back to that. But that was that event happened then. Okay. So what happened next? And then sends at Coyotes. So here comes Jacques Martin and Alfie. I wrote four four loss. <laughs> it not, felt like I was gonna say, uh, how could that <laughs> be? Guessing it's a five four loss. It was a four three. Four three. Okay. There you go. You were at that game. Things happen. 
<laughs> you were, were you that drunk? <laughs> I know you had a leafer sitting next to you, but we... Oh, <laughs> we'll a, talk about that. That's a beautiful story, <laughs> yeah. too. Sends an avalanche to 6-4 loss. <laughs> My Christ. Now what happens? That's five in a row that they've lost. Or six in a row. Hire DJ to fire him again. Um, next, Penguins at Sens, 5-4 win. Wow. You guys can't see the dance, but it's just perfect. It's a happy dance. It is. Next game, and here's our Stanley Cup, I guess. Sends at Leafs 4-2 win. Okay, I gotta do that one. Now, that was just before Christmas or just after? Just after. after. Oh, yeah. Intro. Yep. It's like, well, they got a travel day of and all this, and they're not at the home team, and they're all going to be arrested, and they just played great. It's like, this is awesome. Maybe they're going to turn around. And then? Devils at Sens. I missed this game, luckily. So did I. Uh, 6-2 loss. <laughs> so let's shake it up, put uh, Brandy on at forward for the next game. Sabres at Sens. 5-1 win. We were going to get New copyrighted. Sends at Canucks, 6-3 loss. With, with, with a 5 nothing first period. Oh, yeah. 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 There's 3 nothing. It's like, okay, well, there's three minutes left, so Martin's totally going to pull Forsberg at the intermission. Then he let another one in. I was like, oh, my goodness. So in, <laughs> in comes Corpusalo. Another one goes in. Like, mother, come on. When was this? Yesterday? Uh, yesterday. Oh, I didn't watch the Vancouver game. I got to 2 nothing, and I'm smart. like, I'm out! <laughs> You're smart. I was tired, too. Yeah, I was exhausted yesterday. So, yeah, there's three <laughs> three wins in, like, 12 games or something like that. <laughs> One, good. But there's two, been... Yeah, so you just kind of stopped yourself there. There's been some news, is what I was oh, there, Okay, saying. I was like, well, there's been some positives. I'm like, no. Well, well could be worse. There's been yeah. some positives, but you have to really go looking for them. Now, do you want to talk about your trip first? Yeah, I guess yeah. that kind of ties in, doesn't it? I thought you just marked all these. Okay. I saw him do it. There we go. So, I got a bunch of notes from our trip. Yes, they, none of them make any sense to me. So this should be no, quite entertaining. Be of, and I don't know if some of them are even <laughs> worth saying. <laughs> so Pan and I get into Vegas. Uh, we ended up. I eventually got him to go on that direct flight. I think we talked about it last time. Yes. So how was Flair? It was fine. It was good. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. If it goes, it goes. And yeah. I thought the plane was going to be made out of wood or something. No, no it was a beautiful plane. A beautiful plane. Uh, you know, no it's a long flight. It's, it's five, it's five hours, flight. but like. Yeah. It's direct. Crossing. Yeah, you're crossing really diagonally. Yeah. Really? You're going diagonally. Yeah, I guess it's, well, that's. If you connect, you're spending at least seven or so hours. So, well, I'm just thinking in terms of flight time, that's farther than, March. well, it only takes me four and a half to get to Mexico. Depends where in Mexico. It's the west. It's south. the east-west. Oh, kills I guess you. you're going further west, even though you're not going as far like south. Can- yeah, Cancun if you're on is the much Atlantic, closer. Yeah. Problem. Yeah. Okay. Fair. I, I'm just sort of working that out because I mean, a five-hour flight from Toronto is Barbados. This continent is huge. Like flying to Vancouver is five hours from here. Well, I know. Yeah, so I, this continent. Like like, oh, Manitoba. <laughs> I've tried to explain this to European visitors that Canada is wider than the Atlantic Ocean. We have more time zones. 
yeah. in this country. You can fly to England the same amount of time. To than there are from where I live to London. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like it's, it's big. Yep. It's crazy. Anyway, so we got there. As Pan mentioned, we did uh, had time to go watch the Sens play in Dallas on the TVs there. That was kind of neat. Oh, yeah. Nice. It's always fun. Oh, we did an escape room. The kind of the first note is this escape room had. Yeah, they did have they're, live they're actors. Live actually. actors. They're kind of like they're not in. They're not in the not in the room like spooking something. you or something. But they were well interaction. <laughs> and the funny okay. thing was, like the first one was because uh, they're listening. They're not only watching you, but they're listening because they're there to give you hints. Yeah, and they're doing it in character. Yeah, it's, oh, okay. A lot of rooms we'd done. <gasps> if you needed a hint or something, you would push a button. At which I think, you know, picture like a doorbell or something and they're going to go look and give you some yeah, advice, right? Yeah, walkie-talkie, whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, this, like, they were just actively listening the whole time. So uh, this particular one, you know, he's providing Overwatch in a weird voice. I think Pan just burps and he goes, sorry, Jeffrey. And immediately he's like, that's okay. I do that sometimes too. <laughs> <laughs> So the rest of the trip, <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, and then there's another one. I think it was a, I want my buffalo down. The live actor was a fortune teller. You go in this main room, oh. and there's just this bell on a counter, and you can kind of see the curtains that you know would probably open up. Someone's gonna be behind it. But as soon as uh, you or I hit, not the, that I overreact on anything. You just hit, dang immediately. The curtains go, and, and she like screams at you. <laughs> it's just hello. We're talking. He just. <laughs> <laughs> And every other time. And because I was so loud, I scared yeah. her. Yeah. Okay, so you're... you're, you're hey! Not, <laughs> you're not high strung at all. Right. Okay. And you right. would just randomly hit the bell and she'd hit it again too. Right back. <laughs> yeah, like she's mid-conversation. I just hit the bell. <laughs> ding, ding. It's like this 43-year-old man just antagonizing like a 23-year-old girl. Yeah. <laughs> ding. Well, as long as you enjoy oh. it. But one of the fun events we did, and I've done this before and I took Pan, is this uh, Lost Distillery. Fantastic. It's really tough to explain, but it is, it's called Lost Spirits Distillery. And the reason they call it that, well, they do distill their own rum. But they uh, there's basically an event you could go, and it, it is almost like a maze in there. That's So the idea is the spirits is the rum, and you kind of get lost in there. And, and there's it, kind of like a vaudeville slash Cirque slash variety show. With an underground feel because... Like it feels like an underground cockfighting ring area without the cockfighting. <laughs> Instead, it's like okay. magician, singer. Yeah. Um, the people that stretch out. Yeah. Contortionists. Contortionists. And then just funny stuff. It's, yeah, comedians. Meanwhile, you basically get this little passport where you can taste the different kinds of rum. And one of them is the pineapple. There's some other different ones and you can yeah. buy drinks. and Loved it. Hmm. Absolutely loved it. I figured no. you'd like it. This is in Vegas or is this yep. somewhere you in had Vegas. to drive outside? In Vegas. Okay. Just slight, not on slightly the off strip. Okay. Slightly or area off strip. 51 is where I don't, do not recommend Area 51. Area 15. 15, sorry. Uh, I we actually. Can't talk about Area 51. Yeah. It's it's not bad. You got to know what you're getting into, though. Area 15? Yeah. You got to know what you're getting into. Yeah. There's many experiences. <laughs> okay. Yep. Uh, but one of the funniest oh, things that happened, I don't know if. You want some of the experiences or? experience you're at this event for a couple hours it's free what about this one no not that experience that experience is more oh my god he's still talking about area 15 i was gonna say that's where you went last time and you didn't know what experience you wanted and then you started saying something and they were like well that cost yeah okay i remember that yeah that's That's area 15 yep yeah okay garbage uh but at this distillery the tour at one point we're standing in line 
to get uh, uh, oh, it was actually okay. a mixed drink, and and I knew this from last time that it's this like particular room we're in it was like a tiki room, and I knew that they could make the birds like the sing thing. kind of thing, and actually the sign out says says like outside says the third the world's third most popular tiki room or something like that. So so we're going up. I get my drink, you know, pay for it. Pan's next. And I said, of course. <laughs> and I said, I hear the birds can sing here. And, and I just thought he was going to push the button and they would start singing like, ha ha ha. Nope. He's like, oh yeah, that's a good time to do that. It turns the lights off. It's like a giant switch. There's a line behind us. Down. <laughs> just shuts the, the bar, shuts the bar down. I got my drink. The corner. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, like, oh no, what did they do? <laughs> And it's the stupidest thing, like the birds are reciting, uh, you know, Welcome to the Jungle or something like that. <laughs> Meanwhile, everybody's standing in the dark. Yeah, like, what the hell is going on? And I shut the line down <laughs> for this. Like, it's probably course, a minute long, but it felt like five. <laughs> well, yes, because you were 17 like shades two. of crimson, no doubt. Yeah. Thankfully, it was dark. But... <laughs> but it doesn't stop you from blushing. Correct, especially when I'm not going to let him go without. He's <laughs> just like, what did you do? <laughs> I didn't get my drink. I think if I had a drink during this, would be fine. <laughs> <sighs> okay, let's keep it going. We got other stuff to talk about. The oh trip. my god! We did the sphere. That was cool. Sure we watched, was nice. We would, we watched that uh, postcard from definitely Earth go show. for a concert there. I think I actually snuck in and got like VIP oh, access somehow. I didn't really somehow. You know exactly what you did. My you ticket. My ticket's a general admission, but I got an email saying I had. We're just shorten up and say like VIP access, right? So I'm like, well, let's try, right? I've tried the first time. No, no, your ticket says general access. Okay. But then like this email clearly says I got VIP. So I just started playing dumb. And once we're inside. Never lied. Never lied. No, I just went say, look, this is my email. I have says this, this email that, said that, that shows that I've got VIP for VIP access. And they kept asking, is it for this and expo? And like, this know. is what it says. I don't know. And I showed them and like, okay, that's the expo. Okay. Yeah. Just go over there, get a wristband. All right. Give us a wristband, and then we get... They told us to come here to get a wristband. Okay, here's your wristband. <laughs> Up we go into a private fucking lounge. <laughs> here's your complimentary t-shirt, all this food. What do you want to drink? <laughs> do you want one for the road? <laughs> do you want to sit? Nice. So that was a nice little treat. I mean, Ridiculous. It's, it's already expensive to get in that place anyway. But well, that's true. Uh, for the Vegas game. Getting yes. to that, we went into the Hyde Lounge. You showed me pictures of that before, mm-hmm. which is like the episode. Vegas equivalent of the, the hexagon or the hexagon or the, or the, the, the carvery, yeah. the ledge, whatever. Carvery would be a better, yeah. But with like a lot more server detail, like almost like you're sitting in Club Bell, like that kind of level of attention. Okay, <laughs> it was interesting. Um, we met Very a listener. High up. Uh, Mike uh, Mike came up and <laughs> met us. Yes, longtime listener of this show and of the Underground. Actually, he's yep. been around a long time. <laughs> that that pineapple really kicks you. Huh? Do you, you need some of your chaser there, buddy? Yeah. I don't know anything else from Vegas to share. I won nine dollars in the trip. That's pretty good. Which is oh. really good because that means you weren't down overall. You mean like you overall, came out nine dollars ahead? Net plus nine. That's not bad. Take it. Now, there's one thing I did want to ask you about, and it is noted here, and I'm not letting you away with is this. Is that doubling on 11? Did you no, do that all day, every day? No, no, it was about a Tesla. Oh, that's next. Okay. Oh. So we went to Arizona next, right? Yeah, Red State. 
Oh, that was in Arizona. Okay. And Sorry. I think we're Red talking about how we like rented an electric. So it was end up getting a Tesla. Um, and it was kind of interesting because I've ridden in them. You have too, right? But, yeah, just a short. But I've never driven one. So I was like, okay, oh. that'll be kind of neat to drive. <clears throat> what was the other one that we got in Vegas as the Uber? Oh, the Polestar. Polestar. Oh, beautiful. That's a Volvo. Car. No. Um, oh, is it? Okay. So I got the Tesla. And it's a rental too, right? So normally these things are paired to your phone and your key. And the key is basically like a room card at a hotel. It's like a key card, right? You can keep it in your wallet. How do you start it? There's no button. There's no keyhole. We're just just in the parking garage. Like, I know this is going to be simple and it's a small little trick, but how do you start this thing? So that's how it. And it just became a joke, running joke. It's like, finally, how do you start it? Okay, the answer to that yeah. for a rental is you take the key card and, you know, the center console, you have your armrest, mm-hmm. just stick it right there, put your foot in the pedal, starts. Oh, but okay. until you know that, like, you don't know. Once and you they know, didn't bother to tell you this. No. no. See, that's a bit of a fail. Google. Google. No, that's a fail. That's a, that's a basic customer service question. Well, I'm sure if I went and asked, oh, yeah, they would tell me. customer service in 2023. Well, do you know how to start the car you just rented, sir? And, and then it was like, Why how do you... Why do you ask for this car? How do you adjust all those different things? And then... <laughs> and then it started to rain. You're like, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, it starts Because it's sensor wipers. You're like, I don't like this. Oh, <laughs> I don't need this to go right now. <laughs> and then when you stop, how do you turn this car off? Take the key away? No. no. Like, And I found something in the menus. It was like a power off. And you can do a full power off if you're leaving at the airport for a week or two or something like that, right? But literally, what you do... <laughs> The thing's running, you walk out of the car. <laughs> you just leave. Leave it going and just walk out of the car. That's it. It locks, apparently. Maybe. Maybe. No, I, I a lot of times I didn't trust it and I would I would pair my phone to it and hit the lock anyway. But yeah, you just literally walk away with the key. It will like it's not an engine, so it's just gonna power up. Lock the doors. Lock the wheels. So now I understand all these stories of like people that have a Tesla and they take their wife's car to go get groceries and they realize it went into the store. They came back, they left the car running, and the doors unlocked because they're just so used to being lazy because you just literally well, get lazy, up and go. Yeah. So it was kind of entertaining. That's that thing is a lot of pickup. This is just a Tesla Model Three, probably the base model. Whoa, that thing can fly. I kept doing it to my detriment. Now, how did you feel about being in a Tesla in in a red state? in a red state? I saw lots of stuff. I, well, I remember everybody was giving you the look. And we also had California plates. Oh, that was pro- I don't remember people giving us a look. When you were driving and people were just like mad at you. Well, I think it's because I was driving not fast. Yeah. I didn't want to speed. And I, you know, it's 65 and I'm going like pushing 70 maybe and people will still want to go by you. But You should have had your Dodge Charger. That's what you should have had. Absolutely. Really. <laughs> So there's nothing hard about driving a Tesla, but it's all different, right? So I forgot about it. Not, not the nice one that went after. This next one was beautiful. This was. So we went to. Uh, Might have been my favorite part of the. Goldfield the, Ghost Town. So it's on the outskirts of uh, of the greater Phoenix area. Strongly recommend. It's basically an old gold mine and looks like they had an old town. And the reason it's called Ghost Town because it no longer has a post office. So apparently it makes it a ghost town. Yep. Okay. So you're not a town until you get a post office. If you lose your post office, you're a ghost town. Okay. That was. Did we send you photos that look like uh, basically something under like the Wild West? No. You sent me very little. I was trying to figure out where you were and what you were doing. You sent me a few, but how much? Yeah. 
Well, picture Gasworks. like a wild west town. Okay. And made touristy and also they can do a tour of the Red mine. Of the pretend mine. They didn't take you to a real one. But Red Dead Redemption, yeah, it looks just like that. Yeah, That's it. Really cool. That's when the DJ news actually dropped. Yeah. Oh, so we're, we're going there. through like this crazy kitchen house thing. Yeah. Because I think it had a, like a landslide. The mystery house. And the, the houses just got tilted like. Let's make it a mystery do? house. Rent's cheap. <laughs> it's like DJ's fired. It's like, huh. Yeah. So, yeah, no, strongly recommend that place for anyone that's visiting. The next place we went to, I said Pan's favorite pizza joint. So there is a place called Oregon Stop <laughs> Pizza. Oregon? Oregon Stop, Stop Pizza okay. in Mesa. And, uh, of course, given the time of day, we were there. The thing opens at, like, 3.30. 3.30. We were at 4, right? It's fucking so, rope dropping. <laughs> we were there at senior o'clock, right? Mind you. But you're on your way from where you were to where you're going. It's just, it's just, it's just the it's, time. It was just the time, right? You had to do it because otherwise you're backtracking too much. And the story, this place, it, it's like. It's, it's like, like a, a Chuck E. Cheese for people that were born in the 20s. He, he Not the 2020s, he, the 1920s. Is a big um, organ inside, uh, what are they called? With the, It's got all kinds of uh, air pumping through it. There's a word for it. Whirl, Whirlitzer. A Whirlitzer. Yeah, there's only so many of them in the world. And basically the whole restaurant, like it's two-story. It's kind of, you're watching the, the guy come up and you can play all kinds of songs. All kinds of chimes are going off while you order cheap pizza, basically. Oh, okay. It's like, like Chuck E. Cheese. It's like the organ grinder in Toronto. It's like the organ grinder. Fair. That is exactly, but it's not there anymore. So it's kind of like that. So it's us and a bunch of blue hairs. So it's <laughs> kind of like, like, so I knew it wasn't going to be amazing, but also it's like, where else are you going to see it? Like we're here, let's do it. Apparently Toronto. Not anymore. No, it's gone. It's oh, gone. it's gone. Okay. So, I mean, you know, after, it doesn't sustain you after a couple of tunes, you're like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm done with this. Too, too many, but yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like what is happening here? I tried, you can put requests in. I requested Mr. Brightside, but. Yeah, he was just playing Christmas songs. Mostly doing Christmas songs and like Chattanooga too. Because again, audience. I'd like Enter Sandman by Metallica. <laughs> Did you say Mr. Sandman? <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 do. <laughs> okay, let's go, let's go. Yeah, so, We're almost done here. So we went to the musical instrument museum. That was actually That was really great. cool. That was better than I thought it was going to be, so I'm glad. Uh, when we got to the Arizona Coyote games, here's what you're probably interested in. Mullet Arena. My, yes. My first experience. Overrated. No, I liked it. I Overrated. Liked it. I liked it. But it is not an NHL arena. It's not an NHL arena. Of course it's not. We we know that. No, but people are like, this is an awesome atmosphere. No, it's fine. It's well, just small. It's going to say it's. It's might... not different from the CHL. Well, I was going to say. Yeah. Correct. It's like 67s or like that or something. Yeah, and that's why the cap's so low because we've got a team there. Yeah. I will say this, though. It is a beautiful spot to watch a game, not only just because it's small, but the sight lines are amazing because you think of the 100 level, and it's only like a 100 level there, right? At the CTC. I hit the button. (laughs) Think about the angle of what the 100 level is. It's very shallow. Now, here, it is not. You are almost above them, mm. and it's steep. So we're, like, looking. We're eight rows back, but it felt like, like we were looking right the over the bench. Like, it was so. So you have fantastic sight lines. Did you ever go to a game at the Bob? I did no. not. Oh, okay. I'm sure it'd be like that. Sounds an awful lot like the old uh, Robert Gartin Arena in Hull. Like, that was probably the best Very view steep. I had of the Senators that I can recall. Okay, cool. Right up there, anyway. 
So I understand why the media loves it, of course, because they're sitting down like the they're last in row. The they're, they're in not the crowd. They're in the four hundreds, yeah. right? Yeah. So I get it. It's an experience. It is not an NHL arena, but it's an experience. And the thing is, for Canadians, well, it, it too, is an NHL arena for now. Oh, for now, the thing is, with people like us are traveling from colder locations. Phoenix is always nice, and when is <laughs> Phoenix in hockey season? Is not unless they're in the playoffs, right? It's not their stinking summer. So, yeah, it is a beautiful place to go to and visit, and you can see a hockey game with good sight line. I, I understand the appeal, but I the fans it. deserve better. They do have a good fan base here. The people that. Are- yeah. Now, what's really funny is we sat down. Of course, we're wearing our two away jerseys. I had a chicken away jersey. You had a Stutzel away jersey. <laughs> Guess who sits next to Pan? A Leafs fan. In a Leaf sweater. In a Leaf yep. sweater. Blue. All the- Why? And of course, he sits down like, of course, there's he's, always one. And he's he was like, actually super friendly. But, yep. you know, he would. I don't know if he, well, he's East Indian. And I don't know if he's Canadian. They just went down. So he's like. I'm I'm in Canada now. I'm gonna get the Leafs jersey. I don't know, because he didn't have an affiliation really. Oh, but he said he was cheering on Ottawa tonight, and he did. Uh, that, like, you don't understand. Okay, if you give me that Leaf sweater, I'll give you the Ottawa one. You can cheer from Ottawa from now on. No, I don't want that trash. Well, I just I would throw it away. But here, get a get a real get a good team anyway. But what's funny is at one point, I think it was in the third period. By yeah. this point, of they come Christmas up on the time. wheel of cams. They do this at the Canadian Tire Center as well. No. Emily would never. No, well, they don't do this one, but it came up as ugly sweater cam. And as soon as they saw it, like I've seen this get before, and I said to Pan, "They're gonna show us. They're gonna show. They're gonna. They're showing the people wearing their ugly sweaters. They're gonna start showing Senator jerseys." And sure enough, they started doing it right. And I says, and I said to him, "Okay, here's what we're gonna do. If they show us, immediately start pointing to the Leaf fan next to us." So sure enough, right when you think we might be getting away with it, they zoom in on us, and we're like. Pointing, pointing, like pointing. Immediately. Pointing. And the camera guy and of gets. Course, the crowd the, just like, boom. And the camera slides over and following our lead, and they find the leaf guy, and he stands up and he's like all proud. And all of a sudden, <laughs> like, the crowd. Yeah, everyone! Boom. Just, oh, he got so loud. That was the last one. Perfect. Perfect. And that is the art of deflection. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Speaking of deflection, you want to tell you about some of the goals against from yesterday? Uh, no. Like off of Oliver Bonk in the net? <laughs> I didn't even see it. Yeah. But neither did the goalie. Oh. Ow. <laughs> well, good thing we bought into that. So Yeah, they better yeah. be angry for next year. <laughs> we'll see how many of them come back for next year. Yep. So thanks for all the great info about your yep. trip. Another interesting part of the kind of the crossover and segue if you want is Yep. It's a good Phoenix. segue. Because, yeah, we were in Phoenix. It was after the Vegas game. We were at the hotel where the players stayed, too. Oh, okay. So this would be so, how many days after the change of coach? Same day. Same, oh, same day. day. Okay. Same day and next. So we go to the sports oh, bar. Day. Across the street. Who, who, who's at the bar? And who's apparently been there all day? Do one more? No, I'm good, thanks. DJ Smith. Yeah. And the assistant coach, you know what his name is yet? David Payne. Davis Payne. Okay, go. <laughs> he, he asked me five times. <laughs> I was trying to think. It's like, it's like Steve, what's see what's you later. No, that's Steve. Is it, we're going le- to give them their privacy and mention a thing. Because all you could hear in the bar was DJ's. Yeah. 
Oh my. Well, if you listen to his interview, well, apparently he, his exit interview, he didn't throw shade but from what we heard. I don't think, right? Yes. Yeah. But he did. How do you not see But they talked guy? about how, they talked about how he's at it. He was across the street from the hotel and, and that's where yep. he was. He's at the bar all day. Um, and players came over and said their goodbyes and that kind of stuff. So we saw where that was. And in fact, actually, the TV broadcast crew came over to that same place after the game the following, the following day. Yeah. But oh. puked for my corn dogs that night. But oh yeah, overnight I did not feel well. I had corn dogs. I was so excited for the corn dogs. And I was like, These are not ready. <laughs> what? It's a pogo. Yeah. What's the big deal? You can have well, those. Chances any- are that nobody's hoarded them for years. Oh, I was so, going to say <laughs> you can have those anytime. Why would you? I don't know. Just go to a chip truck. I like a. Bogo and the Putin. Southern Vinegar halfway. Where you go. Who's Davis Payne? <laughs> <laughs> How much pain are you going to be in in a minute? Oh, no. Now, DJ Smith and Davis Payne fired and were replaced by Jacques Martin and mm-hmm. Daniel Alfredson. Yep. Was that the plan all along? I don't think so. I don't think so. I don't so. think so. But I think it was like the in case of emergency break glass, maybe. Yep. Well, Either again, that or the, should we go through it again? It's like loss, 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 loss. It, it, I think it became a case of we need to do something. And when we were last together, I mentioned that you had mentioned the possibility of. Does he now that was before trip? that was before Jacques Martin had been hired, but you had mentioned the possibility of if a change needs to happen, if nothing else, for change's sake. We, we he was but, hired before last episode. Okay, so maybe it was two episodes okay. ago when you when you suggested that if a well, change no, needs to happen, well, no, Jacques Martin was already in, but yeah, just get rid of them, get and just keep Cap and keep Cap Capuano. Now Capuano is still around. Yep. Why I don't know, but anyway, whatever. The, these are temporary roles. Yep. You, yeah. you got to remember that because others are goalie coaches and no business being here either. And now that so that's temporary, like they're temporary, including Daniel Alfredson until the end of the season. I really like the idea of Daniel Alfredson being an assistant coach, and I really do not marketing like it. It's marketing, and as long as that's an interim thing that doesn't become permanent, I'm good mm-hmm. with it because it's a fireable it, position. It's, it's a fireable thing, and yeah. I don't want to be in a position where Alfie gets fired, even after three Stanley Cups in a row, and two years later he gets it's fired. It's going to happen. I know he'll get fired. He's not going to retire because he's a very competitive guy who always wants to win. So he will just keep working at it. So I don't much care for that. But I like it as an interim <coughs> thing. Um, I like it that he's given players encouragement and he's also giving them crap on the bench yep. during the game. It's like You saw the Catholic one? No. Was that the one? He didn't, no. didn't check uh, on his forecheck. And he gave him... He didn't so finish Ka- his, yeah, he didn't Kassel finish, just comes back to the bench... Yeah. Alfie starts to talk to him, and you can tell that Kassik's confused because I don't think he's ever been talked to like that before. Well, it, it may be a new experience on an NHL bench that Absolutely. no one's ever said, hey, you didn't do your job. Well, also with that in junior or whatever, because he was, yeah, he's our draft pick. He'd be one of the top players on the team. You just get mm-hmm. lower and lower as you go up in levels. So this might have been the first time in a long time that he's been told, right? Yes. And it's not a bad idea. A hundred percent. It's not a bad idea. And go, going with that, um, what's going on with, uh, there was an interview today. I think it was today. Was mm-hmm. it not? Jacques Martin's interview yeah. today. Do you want me to get the quote? Yes. It's a good one. Uh, there it is. <laughs> so can I. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Who's Dave Rapine? <laughs> See a golfer? Like, I didn't really know where I wanted to start, but I just found this thread and said so. Speaking about Vancouver, last year they were in a similar position without making a lot of changes. The biggest difference is they changed their culture and their mindset. Read players upset about losing DJ Smith. I would understand if this team had perform uh, had performed. When you look at the last five years, they haven't been in the playoffs, haven't even been close. They have to take a look in the mirror to see where they're at and how we're going to make change. Um, it makes Giroux. It makes you wonder when your 36-year-old player leads the team in ice time and is a best performer. It's a great example for a lot of the young guys that need to follow his lead uh, on playing at both ends of the rink. We need to get him more support. And then another quote is, at last resort, some players won't get the ice time they want. Marte references when he benched Alexei Yashin during his first Sens coaching tenure. Mm -hmm. A lot of players were benched when they weren't performing. That's part of the learning process. Well, or sending Spezza back to the minors. He's not a man. Send him back. So he wasn't afraid of doing that. So Sens fans. He's done it to better players is the other thing. I've done it to Yashin. Yeah. I've done it to Yashin. I've done it to Spezza. I've done it to pretty much everyone. Probably did it to Alfie at one point or another. Bonk for sure. No, not Alfie. Alfie always worked. Well, it's not about it necessarily work, but doing maybe doing the right thing. I don't know whether he did or not, I, but I mean, yeah. there's a lot of Alfie players. for sure. Bonk for sure. Yeah. I have defensemen, name them. You know, Phillips whoever. on the wing. Well, he started as a scoring as a, store, a scoring defenseman and ended up being a defensive defenseman. Figure that out. <laughs> so we talked Junior about this. NHL. We talked about this earlier this year. We've been asking for this. Well, for a couple of years. For a few years now. And the response is just, we've been gaslit. Like, no, we're just getting the bounces. Then suddenly, the change yeah, happens, yeah, and it's like, it's thank right. you. Yep. I like the idea. I like the idea. The excuse me, the only problem is... Is it too is late? It gonna, no, it's too late for this. It's too late for this season. too late for the season, but is it too late for these people? Players. No. Well, that's not the problem, actually, that I was considering. My pro- The problem I was considering is, we this team is so cap-strung. That if you decide you want to actually, um, hey, you're not playing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. We don't have the space to replace them. We will by the that's 21st. because that's because it's a lost season. But no, no it's because no, of the, it's, it's because, because of the, the Tarasenko the pre- signing. That's no, why it's because of Pierre Dorian managing things. It's, it's be- not because of the Tarasenko. You can't be blaming Tarasenko on it. Dorian didn't do his job right. I said the signing, not Tarasenko. It's it's the signing that's the problem. Is it is it him yes. or are you signing giving Branson a hundred percent raise? What? It's all Branson got a hundred percent raise. Yeah, yeah. It's he's still only making two million dollars a year, but that's the that's ter- giving the, you some flexibility. The Tarasenko signing Wait, is what do you get? Five million dollars. Kubalik, that's two and a half. That's As plenty of that's plenty of wiggle room. Kubalik came back in the trade for uh, should have gone and take a better pick. It's still a savings over what Debrinkat made. He was a, he was a fill-in piece for that There's particular spot. Tarasenko's a replacement. You had that planned all, all But that's $4 million that you shouldn't have spent until you had his plan to actually get the rest of it back. You should not be spending money that you don't have. Bottom line. Okay. Don't buy money. El Bobby Ryan a year too early. That's part of it too. It was you signed Matt Murray for too long. Was it a year too early? Yeah, oh, yeah. 
We could have used his veteran presence. Probably signed Corpusalo too long now. We signed Corpusalo too long. You signed Hamannick for too long. You signed Forsberg. Forsberg didn't deserve that contract. No. I said at the beginning, I'm like, why are you giving this guy this much term? Like, you're competing against no one. I don't... And they thought, like, maybe he's going to be your first starter. It's like, okay, well, that's what you think. I don't see it. But those are all parts of it, but I still say that... It's all all the... the It's all different parts. But, I mean, Tarasenko was the last brick and the easiest one not to make. Easiest one not to make, especially when you don't have Pinto signed yet. But you made it. Because apparently there was supposed to be a deal that was going to happen and then it didn't. Then don't sign him. Simple. Well, at that point they knew that Pinto was going to get screwed. But you still screwed the team for cap space because you signed a player to take over the top. that's why you're fired now. Agreed. So that's why it's like we got to move on with it because we just have to move on with it. And this season is is not, I mean, this season is moot. Playoffs has gotten like, forget it. The season is moot, but it depends on what you do for next year. Yep. And I think the thing that that's going to happen with Jacques Martin and Steve Stales because mm-hmm. Jacques Martin is not skating on ice on eggshells. That's the great on. thing. Not only is Jacques Martin a great coach and an honest coach and a straightforward coach, he's not worried about being fired. Mm-hmm. And he's not worried about winning games to not be fired. Counterpoint though, are the players going to listen to him because they know he's not around next year? That wait, might- wait for that one. Wait for that one. I, I will answer that in a second, but the the point I wanted to say is he doesn't... Pressure's off him. That there's no pressure on him to win, but there is pressure on him to evaluate. Yeah. He's going is to be... Is that what a cleaner's called? Is he a cleaner? A cleaner? A janitor? No, not... It's, Consultant. It's like a mob the outside thing. Cons- oh. Oh, the people who come in <laughs> and, just and come break in. stuff apart? Cleaning crew? Yeah. Red Mr. Wolf from Pulp yeah. Fiction? Something well, like the people who come in, take a company, break up the pieces and sell it off. Oh, liquidator. So, a liquidator. Um, but, I mean, Jacques Martin is there to look at the players who were there and well, how say... How many fault flaws have we seen since he's been here? Well, quite a number because he points them out. Yeah. And his job is to talk to Steve Stales, who now is the GM, and say, these players, I think they can be fixed. Yep. These players, don't listen. They're not, they, they do not show having initiative. They do not show... And I'm really Care. hoping I'm really hoping there aren't any of these, but he is there to look at them and he has got well, he's seventy one years old. He's probably been coaching for thirty five years. Mm-hmm. He's got a lot of experience. He's old like his coaching career is older than all of those players. Yeah. So he can walk in and go, Yes, 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 gone, gone, gone. Steve, that's my opinion. Mm-hmm. And Steve Steos will probably go, Thank you. Huh. Thank you, Jacques. It's not like Steve doesn't know either. Well, no. I mean, he's been Glad around to meet as well. him at the hotel, by the way. He, he's been around too. But I mean, Jacques Panic, Martin has find been... find the voice memo for the... He's, you, you couldn't find... You know, I couldn't find my voice memo thing in time. He's like, all right, have a great... <laughs> and of course, yeah. I, went oh! up, I went up to find a ticket that was ended up in my, being in my pocket anyway. But All right. I remember I forgot something. But I, I think that's the great thing about Jacques and, and, and Alfie being interim because they can actually be brutally honest. Yeah. And, and and not just brutally honest, but really forthright, saying if you want a team that is going to change. If you want to change the way this team is thinking and acting, and that's pretty no. much what Jacques Martin said today. And exactly, like, this he will be able to say these are the problems. These are the people who are willing to fix it, and these are the people who, in my opinion, aren't. Yeah. 
We already learned. Either you're not capable to or you're not willing to. And it has nothing to do with salary. If you're not willing to. It has nothing to do with salary. Yeah. And if you're not willing to, then okay. Then what can we uh, move you on for? I called it here first. We already know what the problem is. DJ Smith. <laughs> That's why it sounded weird. I had both of them going. Well, if it's if it's DJ Smith, then all the players will buy in and everything will be fine. I don't think that's the case. My worry, my worry, is it that there are some players who aren't going to buy in with to? Of course, there are Jacques Martin because they know, like what Canuck was saying. They know they're going to outlast them. Yep. The worries mm. are going to be, uh, to me, the two worries would be Brady and Stutzla. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's my biggest concern. Martin might not be here. Steos is here. And well, he's not going anywhere. Well, no, Steos isn't going anywhere, but so, then he gets saddled with trying to figure out how do I get return. I mean, the pressure would then be on him. Okay, well, we've seen the return that came back for Carlson and Stone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> One was great, one was not. How one do, was lucky. How do I yeah. make sure that I don't get Carlson or Stoned? All stoned. <laughs> stoned. Stoned. Okay. Well, and, and, I mean, other trades as well. So then the pressure is on him. If I have to trade one of the, or both of these players, or Norris, or, I mean, the other thing to look Mark at. Stone could have been so useful on this team. The other thing to look at is the two biggest stars on this team are 21 years old. 21. Brady's a little bit older than that. He's not the two I'm talking about. Jake Sanderson. Oh, Sanderson. Sanderson and Stutzla are 21. Yep. I've got all the time in the world for them, but they got... Well, Tim, Timmy's got to stop crying. And he, he's been crying all year. He's He's got to start being responsible. He's being like Crosby. He's being like Crosby in your one. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm not overly concerned about, and he's still putting up a lot of assists. He's not scoring, but his wrist has been wrapped forever. He's got to be hurt. There's a thought. Okay, let's go to there for a second. There, I think it was Jason York who brought up this idea, and I had I had to stop and think about it for probably two or three days and go, huh, that's an interesting idea, which I never thought of, which is when Shane Pinto comes back, mm, I was where are you going to slot everybody? And the solution? His was pretty interesting. But Stutzla on LTR? No, move Norris to the wing. I move Greg to the wing. Norris isn't that great on faceoffs, is he? Oh, yeah. Is he? Maybe not this. I don't well, then he can take year. the faceoffs for Stutzla. But you be- got two other guys so taking you, faceoffs for Stutzla anyways. I was going to say, the first line would be Brady, Stutzla, Norris. The second line would be... Uh, Giroux. Pinto. Giroux, Pin, well, Giroux, Pinto, and somebody. And that puts Batherson on the third line with Ridley, Greg, and somebody else. And the fourth line will be... To put him with Brant. Brantstrom's been freaking great. Yeah, that one game. Anyway. Oh, he looked pretty good yesterday, too. He, on, he's, oh, yeah. the, he's the new Christoph Schubert. And he hates, Except he doesn't complain about playing forward. He absolutely complains about playing forward. He looks like Havlet on forward. Both of them complain about playing forward. And he's pissy about it. Um, what's his face off? Well, not great this year. Fifty three point six this year. Norris. Norris still 
Well, yeah, anything above 53 is okay with me. This reminds me of Moneyball. Above average, you're above career average. Do you remember Moneyball movie? Oh, God. So where they got the Chris Pratt's character who was like, could, he yep. couldn't throw anymore, and they just stuck him on first base. <laughs> you don't have to throw as much from there. And he was, I've never played first base before. Yeah, but you get on base. You can learn it. Stay. Like, it's extremely difficult. It, it, it is actually a very difficult position to play, but all right, because yeah. you're in, you're almost, you're in on almost every at bat. Yep. Um, what was you gonna say? Excuse. Well, that was good. Man. Totally got distracted with that. You're welcome. No. So when Pinto comes back, if if Stitzel's hurt, rest him. Rest yeah. Him. Yeah. Like, there's obviously he's still getting his assists. He's on pace for like 90 points. Yeah, it's not and like he's he having needs, a terrible It's not year. like he's a contract year and he needs to put up the numbers to justify it. Like he's he and, it's, and it's not like the team is going anywhere either. He's right. but I I see the point you're making. That's pride too. Okay, okay, can we can we Well, it depends what the injury is. I was going to say it depends on what the injury is, but could we practice him and not play him because his biggest problem isn't the offensive zone. Correct. Yeah. So, and I saw him yesterday. He was like just giving it up everywhere. So when Chuck Martinez talking about bench and players, that might be it. That could be it. It could be a lot of different people. I mean, it won't be Giroux, and I don't think it'll be Jake Sanderson. But no. there are a lot of candidates for people who just aren't. I hesitate to say working hard enough. They're not completing the task hard enough. That's the way I would phrase it. They know what they should be doing. I, I honestly don't even know if they do yet. They should. We've only they should five years know. of TJ Smith. You should so, know and, how to play defense and hockey. Period. Not at this level. Because they've never done it at this level. That's my point. They should know how. Even if they don't so, do okay, it. Okay, yeah. So they even should they know don't how, do but it. they've never been trained to do it. They've never been forced to do it. Right. Sure. So sure. they don't do it because there are no consequences. Yep. So now I'm really hoping there are consequences, and I don't care what name is on the back of your sweater. I really Not don't. Not at this point. It's like if you don't want to do what you know you should be doing, mm-hmm. you know you should, well, you know, I kind of gave him a flyby or I didn't really back check hard enough or whatever. Have a seat. Because mm-hmm. I'm going to give it, I'm going to give your ice time to. Castellick, McEwen, and Branstrom because they're playing their asses off. Yep. And they're doing their job, and they're in the offensive zone creating mayhem and getting shots on goal, which is what the fourth line's job is. We're not going to win this. What a ridiculous game. We're not going to win this game anyway. Mm -hmm. So, you know what? Have a seat. Yep. I thought thought he was going to do it yesterday. He didn't, but I think. No, but I really hope he does. He's still. Well, now that he said it publicly. You do this again, you're going to get embarrassed. What are you going to do? Ask for a trade? You're here for half a decade. Too bad. No one's taking you. So either you... No, people will take them. The elite guys, people will take them. I'm not going to give you up at that. So get that idea out of your head. Yeah. We're not giving up on you because you owe us. We're paying you. You you owe us. Start working. the way that they played, they owe you. Start working. And for the people that are saying, it's like Seawalls, like firing DJ Smith didn't make a change. Come on. You think Jacques Martin can change everything in seven games? No, he can't. He needs No way. No. We've well, had two well, today was a practice. I didn't see what they were what they did in practice. He didn't even turn this team around in the first season he coached it the first time. 
No, but you, you still need it to change your roster. They weren't a good team and all that too. It right? takes longer than this. This group has talent. They have raw talent. It hasn't been yep. refined at all. But in the same way, this is like saying that you've got a kid, and in first gr- grade one, grade two, grade three, grade four, they've had poor teachers that just let the class run, have fun, do things. The grade five teacher is a normal teacher with experience. And then you get the October report that says your kids aren't doing well. It's like, well, why aren't you changing it? So you got four years of stuff that I got to clean up now. I can't and do properly it in two teach. I can't do it in two months. It's going to take time. It's going to take the whole season. And it's going to be a painful season at that. Yep. Because we're, what, 30 games in? So you got 50 left? Yeah. If by game 60, I would say if they're playing the right way, that would be surprising to me. I th- And depending whatever the, the, the management does to... I'm not expecting a good win-loss record for the rest of the year. No. Oh, no. What I am expecting is better disciplined play. Team play. Goals against down. I don't care if goals for go down too, and that's why the reason, that's why the team isn't winning, but goals against go down. Mm -hmm. That's the one thing I want to see. Fewer giveaways and odd man rushes and all that other crap. Play better defense, the offense will take care of itself. It's a pre-preseason again, isn't it? (laughs) Just like the last five years. Pre-preseason. Pre-preseason. Well... Got to find something to do. Good thing the rebuild's gotta, over. Got to find a way yeah, to do it. Well, got to find a way to do God, it. We still have that first round pick. I mean, blow, blow it for being lying or dumb. What, this year's? Yeah. Because we can kick that down the road. Yeah. And I think also if you win the draft lottery, you can't win the draft lottery again for three years. So it's great. Please, for the love of God, we deserve this. I was going to say, we've, we've been <laughs> kicked. Like we, like, We've been kicked in the in the grobs how many times? Because we lost the one where we haven't we won a single one. Never. Even the the Stutzel one was that was San Jose's position. That was, yeah, we were down to five because the how many other teams moved up? Maybe two. Two, two teams moved up. Unless LA, yeah, yeah, LA jumped. Rangers definitely jumped. So we we were supposed to have the first overall pick and we got screwed in that. Well, so because we, we had the San Jose second pick, second and thirds, and we got third and fifth. Yeah. So now again. Pierre Dorian failing forward gets the two best players in, the in that draft, draft by far. So, hurrah. The one first round pick we had first overall first round, was Chris because Phillips. we sucked, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was pre draft. Alexei. Alexandra Degg was yeah, first overall. And then he yeah. just decided to stop playing. He never well, he never wanted to play. He didn't ever, he didn't like playing. There was a great interview with him. He's yeah, actually yeah. hilariously funny. Yeah, but he so. never wanted to play hockey. No, he didn't. Like, how do you not suss that out? Because he was just that talented. He's good. Like he was a phenom. Yeah. So if you watch him play, you're like this guy. He's a no brainer. Don't first forget, Lindros was just a few years older than him, right? Must have been a couple, a few years. Yeah. Right. He never played defense, and he was number one. Oh, I remember watching... Now, Lindros is a much different player. I remember watching Aaron Lindros play for the Oshawa Generals in the OHL, and he never entered his own defensive zone. Yeah. Dave was probably around the same. He hung out outside the blue line waiting for the stretch pass. And he also didn't travel with the team on the team bus. Oh, Oh, did parents bring him? He was in the parents' car behind the bus. Yes. Oh, boy. Yeah. But yeah, it's the same thing. It's just like door. And he didn't want to play in Quebec City. No. Would have had a cup. 
True. Colorado. <laughs> true. Maybe. That's Maybe. funny. That was a big trade. There was a lot of pieces in that trade. That's true. So I let's just hope that Jacques can... Smarten up. Well, I don't want to say work his magic because I don't think it's magic. I think it's actually it's not on him anymore. It's very ground ground based. Always heard ground based, really simple. Mm-hmm. Do your job. Yep. All you have to do is do your job. Don't try and win the game by yourself. Don't try and do too much. Do your job. And if you don't do your job, let's see. I'll find somebody else who will. Mm-hmm. If we can find a and way to... they're so obvious. Like, we saw it last game. They cheat. Because we were in Club they Bell. They cheat. They're looking exactly where they're going to pass. So, so you can absolutely read these guys. Yeah, going in a two-on-one should be an excellent scoring chance. And it's so obvious what they're going to do. Because, like, I'm skating down. Like, this Batherson's pretty bad. He's <laughs> skating down and he's looking to the left. And he's, like, totally turning to a pass position. <laughs> as you can hear me move away from the mic, too. Are, are we recording in stereo tonight so they can hear you move over to the left Lord side? The oh, my goodness. It was, and they won that game. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it's uh, it's been rough. No no one's, like, who's been good? Brandstrom? On forward. On forward? Sanderson. You know, like, he doesn't want to be a forward. And Giroux. Too freaking bad. Sanderson, Giroux. Shabbat Giroux was been, back. That was kind of nice. been good. Nice Giroux has, has been good. He's been head and shoulders above everybody else. He's playing responsibly. Great. As, so it's a short bus. Well, no, he's playing like, responsibly and doing his job. Is he getting huge results? No, because the people who he's playing with aren't. He's doing his job. Can you imagine? Claude Giroux, consummate professional. Can you imagine how frustrated he is? Well, he sure sounded like, like he it. He would be like, Alfie, yeah. Whiskey Tango, Foxtrot. What do we have to do with these bunch of wankers? Who are just looking for apples. Come on. What can we do? I'm sure that there have been a bunch of conversations that way. I mean, Alfie and Claude Giroux played against each other. They must know each other's competitive levels to a T. So that's got to work. Now, moving on. Yesterday was his first goal since December 9th. But is that his fault for doing his job when nobody else is? He's not cheating. So other people are scoring when he's doing his job. I don't fault Claude Giroux for having a... A, a lower number season. Not no. at all. Of course not. Because at the game I was at, I know I've only been to one, and I admit this, but there were only two terrible. players that stuck. I was at the, the game in, oh, geez, we lost that game to LA. LA. Yes, with their shiny helmets, which were really oh, annoying. See Vegas. Um, <laughs> but there were only two players that stood out at that game for players who, to me, were doing their job. Claude Giroux was one, and Travis Hamanick was the other. Yep. Oh, sorry, and Jake Sanderson, and Jake Sanderson as well. But those were the two that I was really going, they're in the right place every single time. Why are these other people not doing this? Because they're cheating. Because they're trying to, trying to, trying to, trying to do too much. Or do it right. They're trying to score. Do it right. They're trying to score. Yeah. They want the goal. Well, of course they They want do. the points. Well, have a seat. Have a seat. Yeah. And now with Steos appointed, this, the other big news was mm-hmm. when did this come out? Last week. Yeah. Steos is now the GM and Poho. Yep. And Dave Poulin hired as VP of Hockey Operations. Love it. I think it's great. I think I, I'm going to miss listening to him on the radio. I really morning. enjoyed listening to him. He's been great as the hockey insider on the radio every morning at 8.15. Really good. I've enjoyed listening to him 
Well, but he two, basically three years re- now? He replaced the time slot that uh, Pierre, Pierre McGuire, McGuire had. had. Yeah. Well, he and Mike Johnson. Yeah. Uh, Poulin does Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Mike Johnson does Tuesday, Thursday. Yeah. So Now, my immediate thought on Steos removing his interim tag is, so why'd you have to wait so long to change coach? Uh-huh. Well. Because everyone was saying, oh, you can't do it until you have the GM. You, you, well, maybe it, well, took, no, that, well, maybe it took a while. For, maybe Steos didn't want the job. And Ann Lauer said, I need you to take this job for maybe two years. Then you can go back to being Poho and we'll find a GM we can, which you can fit in. Well, I need, really you, like, uh, what's I need you to do this because I want you to well, they, I want you to get Ryan Bonus up to the level where he could take over as GM and you move back into Poho, but I need you in this job now. Yep. I need you in this job now. Will you do this? We need an old guy to help them out. I think we need another assistant uh, GM. Quite possibly. But I like the fact that we now have a GM and we have some very good AGM VP support underneath him. Yep. It's it's a good thing. Yep. So now the question becomes, who does Steos want to be the coach? Mm -hmm. And he may also not want to do that now. Summer. Wait till the summer. Summer. It has to be a summer. He can also talk to Jacques and say, Jacques, I know you took this as an interim basis and if you don't want to do this, I understand. If you do, hey, let's talk. But if you don't, I understand. But who do you think would be the right kind of coach to come in well, here? Again, Steos. Smith. Steos is a Steos is a he, he can figure that out on his own. He can, but I you mean, take the information that you get. You take as much information as you get. Exactly. Like, do we need to go to uh, uh, the guy who was just fired by St. Louis? Berube? Yeah. Berube. Do we need to go? You know they else? were right there. Do we need to go that far into the from the easygoing players coach to the other end of the spectrum hard ass? Do we need to go that far? I'm sure he's friends with Keith Kachuk, so that can help out too. Possibly. Um, Dave Poulin also knows him well. Mm. So That was pointed out. It's an interesting... Right. It's because po- yeah, yeah. Poulet on the radio said Craig Berube yeah. is the right type of coach for this team. And I 100% agree with that. It will be interesting. Hard as- work, lunch, pale. Let's get physical again because they haven't been under Jacques oh. Martin. And I think it's a big advantage of these guys of just throwing the body around to win the battles. I think... Don't that- go and fight people all the time and get kicked out. But... Throw the body. I think Shock will bring that back into the game once he gets the fundamentals the fun- of defense that he wants. Yeah. You you can go and do that you, once you you're doing your the position. part you need to do. Yeah, you lose your position yeah. for sure. Once you do what you need to do, then you can go and throw the thunderous check and stay in position. Yeah. But you need to learn how to play your spot first because mm-hmm. you're not. You're not. And I'm here to teach you how to do that. And if you don't do what I tell you, going back to his quote from earlier today, have a seat. I love that. I do. Have a seat. Have a seat. Is that the title of the episode? Have a seat. We just it know, could be the episode. We just know it's going to happen now. That, who's, was, a who's pub- that was a public warning. Who's going to whine? I got a couple ideas. Well, if someone's going to be coming out so of the cage. It won't be a problem. Yeah, exactly. Um, it won't be a problem if you win the game or at least play well. Well, I was going to say, if, if you, you play if you the play right well. way. Exactly. If you're you play fine. well, play well, play hard, you're fine. But if you're constantly pulling your current crap of cheating and doing flybys and I don't really want to do that and I'm just trying to, you know. Or taking your high risk when you have the puck. Yeah. 
High risk, low return. Don't get back. Poke and pray. Poke and pray. I love that one. <laughs> that was a good one. Don't, if you keep Jason doing that, Smith. then you're just not going to get Jason, ice time. Jason Ward. Yeah. You're just going to, no, you're just not going to get ice time. I'll give it to somebody else. Who's doing their job? That's who gets it. Yeah. I don't care what your salary is because you may go, oh, well, he's gone at the end of the year. I don't really care. It's a long year. It's a long year. You got 50 games left almost. Well, 40 something. So it's your call. Like if you want to go away and pout, okay. Yeah. We'll see what happens in the summer. Mm-hmm. We're not trading you. Because hmm. that's the thing. Even going back to Zibanejad, it's like, oh, like he wasn't fitting in. So we traded him to Manhattan to show him. You sure got me. I don't think they traded him to Manhattan to show him. They traded oh, him to Manhattan because that, that was the way. Well, yeah. You that can, was a deal that they wanted. You can spin it any it way you a, want. Pierre Dorian spinning things? No. They they sold. They, DJ spinning things. They moved Manhattan. him <laughs> to get away from him and they got Broussard back. Fine. I don't think they moved him to well, that's what they New York to show him what is blah, blah, blah. That, that's a load of crap. They sure they showed always, him. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> Um, he's got a letter there. Granted, everybody does. <laughs> uh, New lights at the CTC. Uh, yeah, I didn't know. Now, I didn't know. I saw. Oh Mitch. yeah. I well, when I was at the game, in <laughs> I was no- also five <clears throat> meals in by the end of it. So late November or whatever it was, it I was found them yellow, very yellow. Yep. Yeah, they replaced them, which I found strange since they're LED. LEDs shouldn't change color unless the lens in the front of they the might have just use were the Wish dot com version. No. Because you can take different shades of Well, there are, but LEDs can change. You can actually, depending on the LED. it out over time. It shouldn't change color. Maybe well, they weren't LEDs. The one on the, uh, the the big screen sure shows like they do. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's a different technology from the lighting technology. But, but the thing is, because there's one panel that burned out. And so they put in a new one after the first game. And everybody complained because there's a giant black panel in the middle of the screen. So they changed out one, they patched it, but now it's just too, it's, it's much, brighter much than brighter than everything else. So it looks very weird. Change all the panels. No, they'll change them all in the off season. Doubtful. I hope so. Doubtful. No, they're going to put in a new one. Oh. Yeah. It's going to be gold to gold. It's going to be huge. 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 Except the end, the people on the ends, they only get little tiny screens. It's a little tube. It's all right. It'll be huge. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, changing lights, fixing more. I, I had an so idea. I put in the game notes. This will probably be something. See if uh, anyone writes in. So this is a question to the listeners to to email in your thoughts. Mm-hmm. We play hockey in the capital city of Canada, and my thoughts are: Why don't we just embrace it? There was, I think it was Amy Desiel that had who put out that brilliant marketing line. I thought that was Canada's game in Canada's capital. Perfect. And just embrace that whole fact that we are in the capital city and use that in your in-game. So things like maybe during the course of the game, you have provincial stuff up there, maybe a different provincial themes, whatever, have some fun with it in the crowd. Who's here from Newfoundland? Like just own the fact you're in the capital city, put trivia up on Canada, make that kind of stuff. And that could be fun. Like I said, partner with local attractions. Like I mean, we do live in a town that people travel to that go to like Canadian museums and stuff. And I know we have different layers of government and it's tough to get sponsors and that kind of stuff. But there's potential here that no other city in Canada can do, and we just don't. Mm-hmm. We don't even try. Well, so my question to listeners, if they think it's interesting, what would you do to make embrace a sort of like 
Canada gaming, Canada's capital. Because you know, nobody can take that away from you. You're not lying. Get beaver tails. And I just want my beaver tails. <laughs> well, I mean, that's a great idea. They're, they're terrible for you, but I understand that. What isn't? <laughs> they're not terrible for me. I burn them off. <laughs> CB, if you could write in and tell us what a beaver tail is. and. <laughs> Uh, for our listeners in the United States, it's rather like an elephant ear if you go to a local uh, small town fair. An elephant ear? An elephant ear. That sounds mm. weird. That's what they call them. It's one of those things. I've discovered this. Uh, shall we just do a little bit of around the league and then get out of here? Yep. We've been talking an awfully long time, I think, already. So. That's ridiculous. I haven't I talked much tonight, you... though. It's been great. Pardon me? You, you, you talked the whole show. Except for the whole 30 minutes we talked about your Vegas trip. I didn't say a word. It was three I'm minutes. Trying. Yeah, right. The hockey part, you just soapboxed and it was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Am I wrong? No. That's the perfect thing. <laughs> I I don't know who wrote the first note from around the league. I love it. I did. Because I've actually made, made this reference uh, in times past so it is many this. times. The Toronto Maple Leafs have never won three rounds in playoffs ever in their entire mm-hmm. history because the last time they won the cup in 67 there were six teams and there's only two rounds exactly. in the playoffs so they've never been to a third they've never won a third or a fourth yep, we didn't never been to a third we also well, didn't get to the moon until two years after that so they've that? they've never won a stanley cup in color <laughs> well so neither we but we anyway. didn't go to the moon yet yeah but they haven't won a Stanley Cup in color. I think and black until, people got the rights to vote two years previous. Have, have Correct me if I'm wrong. They've never made it to the second round. No, they made it to the second round. They made they, it, the they made it last year. Oh, they did They did win. They went, oh, track. right, we got to play a second That's round. That's right. Sorry, that was last Four. year was the first time they had won a playoff round in HD. Yes. Yep. They've won one playoff round and finally in was HD. finally us. <laughs> Well, they, was the we, we would still beat them in the playoffs, and we're a terrible team. We would still beat them. Well, we're oh. up two to one in this season series so far. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I saw a mug that you would like, uh, Cardinal. That oh. said, uh, "I would agree with you, but then we'd both be wrong." <laughs> but I'm so rarely incorrect. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> if I agree with you, then we'll both be wrong. Oh, I see the point. Okay, I see where you're going there. True, very true, very true. The Leafs have waived Samsonov. Now, how many years does he have left on his contract? Three? All of them. No, no, no. This is his last year. <laughs> is it? Yeah. Really? I thought he had a couple of years left on this one. No. Who do you think he is? Who do you think signed him? Dorian? So is he going to that injury island, that loophole? And- yeah, it's a Jared. And- well, because they, they, they said, okay, we're not going to send him to the AHL. We're just going to keep him in Toronto while the team's out west. So paper wave him. Paper wave them so that they can bring up their AHL rookie guy. Try him out because they're playing Anaheim and San Jose. So easiest way to get into the league is you, you play a road game against one of the worst teams in the league. But right now they're playing their third and fourth string goalies. Jones and whoever that is. Yeah. Because Wool is, now, Wool is, Wool is a good goaltender. He's very good and he's going to be their starter next year. If not later on this year when he comes back. So they've got the goaltending figured out. You just try out your, like your soul guard. Let's give him a game. Try him out because Martin Jones can't do it all. No. So instead of sending Samson off down to the H, I was like, we'll just keep him here for a week and work on him like we did with Jared Gowan. 
Like so you know they're just going to break his shoulder or something like that. Like, oh, no. LTIR, you're in surgery next week. Bless oh, you. Go. Bless you. Bless you. Bless One you. more time. Bless you. Bless you. Looks oh. like he's going to explode. Bless you. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> Bless you. Sorry about that. Jeez. I was only, what, seven? <laughs> Whoever was listening could count them. I, I was doing the Rene Rancor, you know. Oh, you want two? Three. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where that came from. Holy smokes. So, yeah, I'm sure there's a little bit of Leafs BS there. And then lastly, Mark Henry Fleury played his 1,000th game. Oh, here we go again. One. Last year. Would you shut up and just keep (laughs) talking for crying out loud? This is riveting. Okay, I'm just going to let go on the next one on your beautiful big curved monitor. It's going to spray all over it. Gross. Exactly. Protect the so rock. yeah, so Fleury's played his 1,000th game. He is now the fourth goaltender to do this ever. It's good company. Yeah, you have something to say? You, you, you got your hand raised. <laughs> I think you say no. Go ahead. Bless you. Um, the other goaltenders to do this. Marte Broder, Patrick Qua, Roberto Luongo. Wow. What's with Quebec goaltenders? It's got to be the Not maple this syrup. Week, but what's, what's with the Quebec yeah. goaltenders? No joke. Yeah, it's maple syrup. It's got to be the maple cartel. syrup. It's the poutine. And the poutine. Oh, boy. I'm a big fan of both. <sighs> so. Are we ready to? Yes. Are you ready? You know what really grinds my gears? <laughs> I think he's, he wants us to wait for him. To go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. You want me to go first? Is that what you're saying? Fine. Sure. What grinds my gears in the past, well, probably two or three weeks, I have had at least... Two, if not three. Oh, shit. <laughs> Here I go again. <laughs> oh, there Does that grind your gears? <laughs> at least two or three occasions where I've been pumping gas, and the person at another pump is pumping gas while their car is running. Ooh. Oh, boy. And I, I on the, the first and second one, I yelled over, hey, turn your car off, you idiot. Well, my wife and kids are inside, and I don't want them to get cold. Would you want them to get fried? I said, do you think explosions will keep them warm enough? <laughs> oh, it'll be fine. Don't worry about it. For even a cell phone, apparently can set it off. Well, the static electricity on the vapors. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So on the, on, the first, proved it. on the first one, the guy from Costco went walked over and was like, turn your car off now. <laughs> on the second one, he was just pumping away, so I walked inside to pay, and I just said, "You might want to turn pump number five off." His car's running. The guy's like, <laughs> right away. I Same walked, guy? No, this was a totally different oh, gas station. Okay. It was just a regular gas station. Okay. I walked outside, and the guy's like on the intercom, "Hey, how come the pump is turned off?" And I said, "Cause your car's running, you moron." You got to say that. I did say that. <laughs> and he looked at me, goes. Who the bleep do you think you are? And I said, somebody who doesn't want to die in a fireball. <laughs> and then the intercom comes on. I'm sorry, sir. We won't reactivate the pump until you turn your car off. So he turns his car off. and He's cursing at me all the time. And I just looked at him and said, and you speak like that in front of your kids. Well done. He's right about to blow him up anyways. Yeah. So people who pump gas while their car is running is the first thing that grinds my gears. And the second thing that grinds my gears is actually serious. And I'm I'm not joking. It's using I'm not joking. Exploding cars. No, that's just that's just a that's, that's just, just a, hypothetical. That's just a bullcrap action by somebody. But the thing that bothers the second thing that bothers me is I'm actually serious about. I'm I'm very serious about. Is and I asked I, I wondered if I was being a little 
vague about this. So I asked several co-workers of my own age and slightly older today. I said, am I crazy or is this really something that would have been different when we were young? The answer's automatically, yes. And, well, it is, actually. It is, actually. And what bugs me, what really grinds my gears is in this day and age, there seems to be a preponderance of people who do not learn from the mistakes of others. People screw something up, sometimes with deadly consequences, and nobody pays attention to it and makes the same stupid mistake again. Now, and this is... Well, this is about the balances, so... And what I'm talking about in specific... Yep. In specific, and this is close to home, and I understand that. In the past five years, how many times have we heard of people going through thin ice? ice? Yep. Yep. And I say this, I asked several coworkers about it because... The thing that, this didn't happen when I was young. Going through thin ice was not something that happened when I was young. The thing that scared me straight when I was young was in 1975. And I remember it very, very clearly. Because there was a 10-year-old, in 1975, I would have been just for argument's sake, I was seven. (laughs) Can't do the math anymore. In 1975, a 10-year-old girl in the area where I lived was abducted and murdered. In a barn not far from where I lived. Mm-hmm. Her name was Patricia, to be specific. And that was a very sobering learning experience mm-hmm. for all the kids of my age. Do not go anywhere with a stranger. The whole community learned from it. Big time. Like, not just my subdivision, but all of Nepean. And Nepean was a lot smaller than it is now, mm-hmm. which is just part of Ottawa. But anyway... It was Patricia Seasink was her name. And she was murdered um, in a barn not far from where I lived. And that was a very, very sobering reality check for kids. And in this day and age, we constantly hear of people going out on ice that is not safe. How can we not learn that this is a bad idea are we that stupidly invincible yes mm-hmm. we're not invincible but yes we are that stupid that's what really grinds my gears is people are are sacrificing lives their own or of others because they just don't think that what happens to other people can happen to them in any situation not just going through ice but in all sorts of situations where you think common sense yep says, don't do this, it's all hold my beer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that really, really... And sometimes even after it, telling them what the consequences Yeah, is. that doesn't grind my gears, that pisses me off. I mean, if you want to throw away your own life, fine, but you're throwing away somebody else's. That's what bugs me. And I'm sorry, that's a really downer moment, but it really, really bugs me that in this like, day I and don't age, know why you'd be going out on the ice now. Well, well uh, to be fair, to be fair... The ice up at the cottage is eight inches thick. Not here, though. Not here. Not no, that's, here. that's only two hours away. But, I mean, it depends on where you go, how thick it is. You'll never catch me on the ice out on the Ottawa River. Right. But on the river where the cottage is, in the bay where the cottage is, it is thick enough. And common sense says it's okay to go out there. I won't take my sled out on it yet. Yeah, yeah. 
but I'll skate on it. Yeah, you probably test it too. Yeah, yeah, and well, drill you, a hole. you know how you, you've checked it to to see the safety for previous. Days. Yes, I use common sense. You're going out. Drill. It's like it's mild out today. I, don't know I won't be going today. That you sent the picture or yesterday. Oh, they sent that picture of uh, from the canal. Or oh, people are on that. Uh, Inlet from the canal. I can't remember the name. Oh, you sent that. That was yeah. uh, Brown's oh, it was Inlet. Oh, you yeah. that sent it. It was Brown's yeah, Inlet. It's actually shallow there. But oh, very. Well, still, I mean. Still yeah. pretty scary. Still, yeah. like, the water's cold. It's, well, not, wa- it's not smart. The it's water's not, not even waist deep, but why would you be out on it in Ottawa? It's not cold. It's not thick enough yet. Do you want to fall there? <laughs> well, I mean, you can fall through. You're not going to drown unless you, you know, well, end up f- face down or whatever. What? Just drive your just, truck on it. Just, well. It, that, okay, sorry. Bit of a downer, bit of a speech on my part. My apologies. What grants your gears? Contrast that with a pants button, say. No, it's just, grants my gears when Canuck tells it your ass and ass, like, so I hear that the birds can sing. <laughs> and then he shuts the bar down so you can't get a drink and the birds sing in the dark. Yep. Yep. Fair. Yeah, I could see that. Didn't know that was going to happen. Well, that's the that's <laughs> the, did. that's the fun part Except of the adventure. You did. You didn't know that. Well, you kind of expected I knew the birds part were of it to sing. Happen. But I thought he'd keep serving. Shut down for four minutes. That's that's the adventure. I like that part. <sighs> what grinds your gears, Kenneth? I was filling up with gas the other day, and the pump just stopped. No, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put out my smoke before I went in to talk to the boy. Uh, what grinds my gear is the Sens ticketing system. Uh oh. And the pro- game it like everything else in your life. Uh- <laughs> He gives me a hard time, but my problem with and they use Ticketmaster. So my solution was there's an option. There's an option to exchange tickets and to upgrade tickets. So I wanted to listen to this shit. I wanted to upgrade. I was going to upgrade Pan and I to Club Bell, and that ended up happening for the New Year's game. The problem with the system is it never tells you what you it tells you at the front what you a, a few ground rules. So, for example, if you're going to upgrade your tickets, it says you have the upgraded tickets have to be the same value or greater. Makes sense. It's an upgrade. It's an upgrade. Right? Okay. You can't just take your tickets, go down to like you know the cheap ones and get a refund. I understand that. It's got to be balanced. It's got to be higher or same. Fine. Then these ones are more expensive. Doesn't say anything about same number, I think. So what? Are, so you look at it, and it's like, wait a second. What if I have four tickets? Can I put it down to two? And you try it out, and it's like, oh, this is working. It's perfect. And see, so you, you're basically crippling your dis- future decisions because you think something's going to work, and you don't realize until you click the final checkout button that says, oh, you can't do that. Well, why didn't you tell me? And now I've like screwed myself on future games. Trying, well, not really, but it took away my options. So there's a few things like that. Even like if you had a ticket, you want to trade it. And uh, it's like, well, you can't pick that seat. Why not? Well, because it's a Nile seat. Like, okay. What about the one next to it? No, you can't do that because you're going to leave a single. Okay. Well, what about this one? You can't do that because then you're going (laughs) to just let me do something. So the problem isn't that the rules, the rules aren't set at the beginning. And I think uh, the rules should be same value or greater and same number of tickets. If you just say that, like, Oh, okay. Uh, I understand. So I, I can't take two cheap tickets and turn them into two more expensive ones. Well, absolutely. I get that. Yeah, but so could th- you take four cheap tickets and turn into one or two expensive tickets? That's the assumption. And you start doing it in the cart and it's like, yep, here's your value. Yep. That's fine. Okay. Here's another one. Okay. Here you go. Now's your new balance. Check out. Can't do that. So that, anyway, so your solution to that was. I just 
sold the other tickets and it got lucky yeah. that they sold for a profit. Cool. No, there wasn't a profit, but it <laughs> broke even. Thank God. But that'll work. That's close enough. That is close enough. Let's 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 count things as victories. I have another thing I do, but I won't say it on the show. On the uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, subscribe to the new podcast. Country. <laughs> subscribe to the new podcast Canucks Hacks available soon on all your favorite platforms. <laughs> we talk about they don't always work. We talk about <laughs> senators' tickets, contributions to certain things. Well, I'll uh, tell you, Disney World. So, hacks. Yeah, this is, this <laughs> well, let me let me tell you another one. And this is a quick one. And it grinds my gears. In three weeks' time, my wife and I are going to Putacana. Yes, with Air Transat. Oh, now, dear. last year I went oh, with Sunwing. Dear. And I said, Don't you know what? I'm going with I'm land. going with Air Transat this year because they're a little bit more reliable. No, well, guess not. what's in the news right now? They just rejected and they're oh, 70, are they striking. They could strike within 72 hours. Yeah. So you know what I did? I called them, and uh, thankfully I had the option. Okay, can I can I get a full refund? Yeah. Do it. Went to Sunwing. Book. Home. It's a different resort, but same flights, pretty much same days, different resort. It's like I, I don't care. I I'm I'm not taking the chance of you guys going on strike. Yeah. I don't. I now you really. Have but to I had to do a whole bunch of gaming with that too because the balances are different, and you can send it back to a credit card, and I'd use that credit card. And this one doesn't take Amex, and all that. Like, oh, foreign exchange. <laughs> no, thankfully it's all Canadian dollars. But it's like there's another example of me like gaming the system, not knowing the rules until it's too late, and it's like okay, well this has to drive this decision. And I'm like, ugh. well done. At least you know, an done. engine. Pivot, pivot, pivot. <laughs> <laughs>